0: We have doubts as we go through our lives, and that doubt can even grow into a sense of cynicism, or um, a disbelief in the status quo, political cynicism, or religious cynicism. And cynicism and doubt, they're, they're kind of two sides of the same coin, It's mind closing around an idea, and also closing around an identity. This is the nature of doubt. It's mind closing in on thought and identity, and by its nature is limited. By its nature it is past. Doubt is past because it lives in ideas you have based on your past, based on strategies that you have to survive. It's the nature of doubt. And ultimately, doubt is a strategy to protect. Protect ourselves from possible harm. If you examine doubt closely, underneath doubt, there can be a deep sense of fear, or sadness, or despair, maybe even rage, hidden underneath doubt. But it's this closing of mind around the identity this closing of mind around an idea and a thought that limits it. Doubt is limited and it acts as this bubble or veil that hides the truth of who you are, to hides the happiness that you are because it keeps the identity intact. For doubt to exist, there has to be a doubter and this is why ramaṇa recommend recommended doubting the doubter cutting through this sense i am the one who doubts cutting through the identity because the identity is the core of all suffering and doubt is a form of suffering and you don't want to confuse it with discernment somebody wrote wrote to me recently and said that they had read somewhere that Papaji felt that doubt was healthy. And basically they were using what Papaji said to justify their doubt. And this is just how the mind will take anything and twist it to justify its perspective. Because taking something out of the context of satsang... And using it in that way is an example of the arrogance of mind. Which lives in I know. I know this. I know that what Papaji is saying is true. And that's justifying my position, my doubt. It comes back to this mine, mine, mine. And the strategy to protect. So... More than likely, Papaji was talking about the discernment that doubt can represent. So you don't want to confuse the two. Discernment is open and inquiring to discover. Is this good for me? Is this not good for me? There's nothing wrong with discernment. But doubt is closing around a definite idea. This is not good for me this is putting me in danger, there's something wrong with this, there's something wrong with me, but there's something wrong with this, I could get hurt. This is the nature of doubt and this is closing in around a thought and an identity that is usually infused with some kind of fear. So doubt becomes this strategy of protecting, putting a cocoon around ourselves, a bubble. So to pop this bubble to pop the doubt bubble is to actually examine the nature of doubt and to do that you use the discerning nature of mind to open to discover instead of to close and know that's the difference. So if you open to discover, well who is this doubter? What is the source of doubt itself? What are the emotions underneath? What is doubt hiding? What is the strategy of doubt? How am I using doubt? Because until you question that core issue, the identity of the doubter, or as Ramana says, doubt the doubter, until you are willing to be wrong, until you are willing to doubt that, there will be no end to the doubts. They'll just continue, just like thoughts continue. And doubts continue because it's a thought and its mind closed around the thought. So to open the mind is to discover, well, what is doubt? What is really here? Is this source, what is the source of doubt? What is this doubter? This is the nature of popping the doubt bubble, is seeing that this veil, or this bubble, or this strategy to protect isn't real. So inquiry and freedom is open, unprotected, and free. There's nothing to protect in freedom. There's no need for strategies because the identity has been annihilated. This is the whole purpose of inquiry, is to annihilate your core identity. And this sounds absolutely terrifying and horrifying even to the mind. Because the mind's job is to keep you and everything it thinks you to be alive. That is its purpose. So inquiry flies in the face of that purpose. It confronts. It confronts the arrogance of mind. It confronts this idea that I know. So if you're going to use Papaji to justify your doubt... Basically, all you're doing is using something out of context to justify an old pattern of behavior, which is to quit, which is to run away, to make something bad and wrong so that you can be right. This is the nature of cynicism. It's the nature of doubt. It's a justification of the arrogance of mind, and inquiry confronts that. Inquiry confronts the doubter. And until the doubter is confronted with inquiry, is annihilated and sliced through, the doubts will continue. And if you believe in those doubts, then you are believing in a limited idea. And by its very nature, it's not free. It's already bound because it lives in the past. Doubt is past. Doubt is bondage. Doubt is suffering. Discernment is different, so you don't want to mix the two, and I think that's what this person was doing, was mixing the two ideas as discernment and doubt were the same. They are not the same. I want to be very clear on this issue. Discernment and doubt are not the same thing. Discernment is much more open and clear. We need discernment in order to inquire. But doubt is closed, and it's based on the idea that I'm right. My perspective is right, and your perspective is wrong. But the core issue is this doubter. And until that doubter is addressed, then the suffering nature of doubt will continue. And it is a form of suffering. There is no such thing as healthy doubt. Doubt is not healthy. This is a neurosis of mind. Discernment, on the other hand, is definitely healthy and essential as you're living your life. You have to discern what's good for you, what's not good for you, what what food you should eat, what kind of people you should associate with. Because if you want freedom, this is important. You have to be able to discern you have to be able to discern truth from what's false, what's limited, what is painful, what is suffering. So this really gets back to the core issue that suffering is anything that limits, that binds, that, bo- that bounds you to an idea or an identity. Anything that limits is the nature of suffering. Freedom is unlimited, it's unknowable, and it confronts the limited, the knowable, the known, and annihilates that. Because once the identity is annihilated, this idea that you are the doubter, or I am me as this individual, once that is cut through, then there is profound peace, happiness, and joy. And when you're doubting, because it's past, because it lives in your strategy to protect or to justify running away or hiding, and that's what this strategy of mind, doubt is like this bubble of protection, right? And it can lead to conditioned patterns of behavior. So annihilating the conditioned patterns of behavior, annihilating the past is to see through it as not real. When you doubt the doubter, there is no more doubt. Who is going to be doubting if the doubter is gone? It's much more expansive. Freedom is free, unlimited, unprotected. There's no need to protect the love that you are. And you can examine this for yourself. You can confront your doubts by confronting this doubter. Who is it that doubts? What is doubt? What are the emotions underneath? And this discovery frees you up to be truly free, to be unlimited, to be happy. Even in the worst of circumstances, you can be happy in true freedom. Because it's not a state that comes and goes. It's not closed. Even open is too limited. A word to describe the freedom that I'm always pointing to, the peace that you are. So pop the doubt bubble, see through the doubter, discover the source for yourself. Confront that, confront that doubt, confront that idea, the limiting idea, with discernment. And be free. You're already free in the core. To end suffering is to end the person who suffers. To see that this person is non-existent. And even though that sounds scary, I can promise you the end of the doubter is the beginning of an amazing opportunity to be really free in the heart as that heart loving the love as love bhakti yoga peace you can't have doubt and peace together it doesn't work because the only way doubt can exist is if there is a doubter the end of the doubter is the beginning of freedom Thank you so much for listening. This is Koshi and I'll be talking to you again soon.